everybody! <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Big Ron the Champs Podcast! Alright, let's get things rolling. I am just fucking pumped today. Fucking pumped! It's gonna, uh, it seems like spring has sprung, but it's gonna snow again today. A lot of people like to get outraged by this, like, what? <laughs> it was, t- I was promised good weather. <laughs> like, oh, fuck me. The commentary on the weather, I'll be honest, I used to find it trite, annoying, and inane, but uh, given, given the alternatives, like, yeah, I'd way r- much rather talk about the fucking weather. And, uh, you know, in the HVAC business, it's a it's a crucial, crucial uh, part of the world, part of our world. I don't know. I, 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 I barely uh, still have a fucking hand in the, in the game of HVAC. What I, what I do is so fucking easy. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get more challenging work because, uh, I don't know. You can only play, you can only play the game on easy mode for so long, right? And then what happens is you go fucking soft. My, it's like, uh, Bronson, you know, he had to get sent back to prison so he could fucking, um, not, not, not you know, like that movie Bronson where the, like the, the Britain's most violent criminal. I just saw Baby Bunny. Uh, I completely forgot where I was. I keep trying to pause when I'm, I'm making that turn so you guys don't have to listen to turn signals. Um, I was talking about Bronson. What a great fucking movie. If you guys haven't seen that movie, go ahead and give it a fucking watch. I hate recommending movies. You know, I hate when people fucking do that because... Especially when they're like, Yo, it's like the best fucking movie ever. It's the best show ever. You're gonna fucking love it. Unless, of course, someone's talking about the Big Run the Champ podcast. And they're like, it's the best podcast ever, I guarantee. Because I'm never going to let you down, all right? I'm never going to (laughs) disappoint. I'll never fall short. No, that's a perfect segue into, uh, before I forget, I wanted to say this. I've been getting a lot of positive feedback. I honestly thought that nobody was fucking listening. Or I had, like, one fucking listener, like, in the middle of fucking nowhere. It's, like, the only thing you can listen to for some fucking reason. And, uh, you know, he's in, like, some fucking igloo and fucking alert. I don't know. Alert used to be the most furthest northern uh, settlement in the world, as far as I remember. Is that still true? No, there's got to be settlements more further north than that. I don't know. Actually, I used to keep that uh, weather forecast of alert on my fucking uh, phone so I could be like, Oh, it could always be colder. (laughs) Oh. Oh yeah, that brings us back to the weather. I love how people are like, no, I, I should have nice weather. I deserve it. Like, fuck off. Oh god, yeah, you definitely deserve nice weather. You specifically, the entire fucking universe should revolve around. You know what I mean? Oh, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Hey. Anyway. Oh yeah, let me finish that uh, thing I was saying. Bronson, best fucking, one of the best movies of all time, man. Just fucking phenomenal. And uh, it's really artsy and shit, but it's like, well, fucking Tom Hardy. I mean, he's a fucking, he's an all-star. Actually, the first thing I saw, I mean, I don't know if I I shared this already. I feel like I fucking, I, I say a lot of the same things over and over again. Including this fucking speech about how I say things over and over again. Especially the speech about how I say things over and over again. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so I watched the uh, fucking uh, the pickup. No, the drop. I not watched anything with Gandolfini. Fuck, man, he was phenomenal. Uh, I wish he got more years of fucking, uh, you know, work because he was really fucking good. Um, obviously, he was fucking typecast after The Sopranos. But what a fucking great role. If I, if I could do any fucking role, if I was going to be a fucking some kind of fruitcake fucking actor, I'd be a fucking, that, that would be the best role ever, uh, Tony Soprano, what a great fucking show, but I, 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 um, I digress, I digest, um, that fucking movie, uh, The Drop or whatever, I fucking, I was like, ah, oh, I don't like this guy at all, I didn't know who the fuck Tom Hardy was, and I was like, I was talking to my buddy, he's a, he's a fucking, 
cinephile and a connoisseur of, of uh, film, and, and he's, a, he's a big fucking Sopranos fan. So I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I love that. I love Gandolfini, but I don't know. I don't like this one guy. Or I'm like, I don't know if it's, I don't like him, or I don't like him in this role, or what it is, I, or this character. I don't like sketchy fucking people like that. They make me so uncomfortable. And he's like, oh, that's Tom Hardy. He's awesome. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, what is he in? I don't know. I've never seen him. I don't know who the fuck this guy is. He's like, oh, he's in. Uh, and he lists off all these things. I'm like, wow, really? He's like, he's in Bronson. I'm like, Bronson's one of my favorite movies. I've seen that like a hundred fucking times. Like, he's in that? He's like, yeah, he's the main character, you fucking idiot. I'm like, what? Are you fucking kidding me? That's him? I'm like, that, that guy's fucking amazing. Okay, I'm like, well, then obviously it's just a fucking character I don't like. Actually, I rewatched it. I was like, nah, nah, I, I like that character. I just, it's it's something deep-rooted in my brain where, I, where I, you know, sketchy people make me uncomfortable. You, you know, it, it, it's just uh, many ways your brain tries to fucking protect itself. It's like, this motherfucker, don't trust people like that. They're all sketchy and skeevy and shit. But he was actually kind of, well, I don't want to spoil the movie. It's only been out for 20 fucking years. Um, he, he was like one of those sketchy guys that was actually a good guy. He was among so much uh, scumbags. Actually, I was saying this. <laughs> uh, I was like, it's like, you know, like fat and ugly chicks will hang out with fatter and uglier chicks to make themselves look better by proxy. And uh, I'm like, that's why I always have, I try to always have friends that are absolute fucking disasters, uh, at least at some point. Because so, I know I'm going to be a fucking disaster, uh, you know. I don't, I don't drink much anymore, but when I do, it's like I know it could get fucking ugly. And I, want, <laughs> I always want at least one or two bros there that are going to fucking get way sloppier. So I'll be like, oh, fuck, I'm fine. I'm just taking care of this guy. Like, fuck it. <laughs> so uh, you, you see the, the parallel there. And I'm sure I shared this, but I will again. Um, is at one, I'd love to draw parallels and similes and, and compare, like, you know, give, always give an example of something that, that relates to something else. One time when I was in college, I made, the, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I made this beautiful fucking pair of, like, this simile or, or whatever the fucking other term is. Like, uh, between the, I, I just had this really profound thought, and everyone was like, wow, and the teacher was like, wow, Ron, that was very profound. Her word, not mine. And, um, yeah, I guess I've just, ever since then, I've always constantly tried to draw these parallels and use uh, similes. What's the fucking synonym for a simile? Ah, fuck, that's going to drive me insane. Like, using like or as, or to, to compare something, this is like this, in, a, in like a metaphoric or... Uh, ah, fuck. You know what? I'm just going to give up. I'm uh, I'm going back to school. I'm going to get my grade 10. i got to start all the way over. Um, and, and get myself re-educated. I'm, I'm tired of feeling like a fucking idiot all the time. Or, or worse. Worse than feeling like a fucking idiot is when you don't. When you think you're fucking smart. And you don't need to learn anything else. Like, you guys know exactly who I'm talking about. It can happen at such a young age it's very much common in older people but some people they fucking hit they're in their like 20s and they're like I don't need to know anything else and it's like no you could probably get by with being dumb as a fucking sack of rocks but once you start thinking you fucking know everything or de or worse deeming yourself an expert in everything holy fucking the amount of people that fucking advise I'm telling you, if you're doling out free advice every day, all day, it's worth exactly what people are paying for it. And I, I, uh, I stand by that. Like I, and I, I will fucking see the irony in, in me doling out all this advice. I'll never charge anyone anything. The price of admission is always free. Um, I, well, you know what? Maybe I might get sponsored one day. Uh, yeah, I need to definitely add in some more commercials. Fuck, that was one of my favorite things on fucking Saturday Night Live is fucking uh, those goddamn commercials. I just rewatched that one, the fucking bank that <laughs> just gives people change. Oh, fuck. It's just so stupid. I love it. It's just like a bank you go to if you need change. Like, you know, that's pretty much it. But <laughs> ah, fuck. I remember there was one for, it was like a parody of Pepsi Zero, like the clear one, I think it was. Or was it Coke? No, it was Pepsi something. I don't know, it was a clear one. And they're advertising this fucking clear gravy. Like, it's just, it's so fucking disgusting. 
I don't know why that, that never lost. Oh, you know what? Actually, honestly, I wish I had those old tapes of the fucking Saturday Night Live show because, and I wish, because sometimes I would try to use the VCR to like edit out the commercials. I was, you know what I mean? I was trying to, uh... but anyway, the fucking commercials are goddamn classic. Like, they're fucking, they're better than a goddamn show sometimes, you know? Like, the real commercials, they're fucking crazy. It's so bizarre how much they change over time. It's like, you watch uh, commercials from the 80s and 90s, um, they're really fucked. A lot of the shows don't hold up, but a lot of them, uh, but yeah, none of the commercials do. They're just so fucking wacky or weird, and, uh, I don't know. Actually, I remember, uh give myself another pat on the back here. We did an assignment on, um, what's it called? On, on watching television. And the assignment was to, uh, watch commercials and identify them as this, that, and the other thing. I was, I, I was refusing to do it because at that age I didn't watch television and I was like actively against watching television because I thought, well, you know, fucking sucks. I mean, I didn't have any fucking channels, so that was easy enough. <laughs> I mean, I think when you're up north, you get the one, and then when we move to Toronto, if you move, like, your antenna around and, like, fucking go up on the roof with, like, a fucking coat hanger or some shit, you can get quite a few free channels. Actually, out this way, you can get all Buffalo stations and shit for free. But, I mean, I couldn't watch regular TV if you fucking paid me at this point. But, uh, I mean, who the fuck would? I mean, why the fuck would you pay for something and then still get commercials? I don't know. I, I already went over this before, but I, it's just like, fuck you. Um, <laughs> I've never paid for cable in my life. I never would. But anyway, I did better on this assignment than anyone. I got 100% of the fucking things because everyone else watched TV every single fucking day. You think everyone's like, oh, oh, watch TV. That's a good assignment. That's great. The thing is, you grow numb to this shit. Me, I was looking at it in a completely fucking uh, analytical, fucking abstract, like, you know, I mean, I, I fucking just saw the shit for what it was. I hadn't uh, gotten conditioned to the point where I was numb to it. And uh, I'm sure there's a ton of fucking shit. Like, there, there's so many layers of fucking shit in what we see. There's so much fucking, uh, yeah, product placement, political agendas, fucking all this shit woven in there. So, uh... I can't even imagine how much shit I'm fucking missing. God, I didn't even know who the fuck Tom Hardy was. I'm fucking... <laughs> I, uh, but that's because he's a phenomenal fucking actor. Now now I can spot the guy anyway. But uh, fuck, he's good. If you guys ever watch uh, Peaky Blinders, if you enjoy watching people uh, walk in slow motion through a fucking shitty neighborhood of, uh, of uh, fucking England or whatever in uh, slow motion with some fucking badass music going... That is the show for you. No, I uh, I really like that show actually, and uh, Tom Hardy fucking kills it. He's not like a main character, but he's really fucking good. He's always good though, um, and it's it's even more impressive when a guy who's like that good looking. Uh, it's gonna make me sound like some kind of queer. Um, <laughs> actually, you know what? I I don't give a fuck about celebrity interviews. Actually, my favorite celebrity interview was with. Uh, Frank Zappa, because they were just like, he's like, he just stopped, he's like, this is the most bizarre thing ever, you're acting, you're, you want me to act natural and answer these questions, there's nothing natural about it, being interviewed here in the in front of the camera is the most bizarre thing I've ever done in my life, like, I don't know, he's, he's, he's absolutely brilliant, but um, I, I don't know, I've never even seen this interview, someone just told me that someone asked Tom Hardy, he's like, are you, what is your, like, sexual orientation, are you gay, and he's like, it's none of your fucking business, and it's just like, that's the proper response, like, shut the, who gives a fuck, man, that's none of your business, this guy wants to tell people, that's his choice, can you imagine just asking someone that, like, who the fuck are you, Jesus Christ, that's fucking weird, though, if you think about it, to just ask somebody that, but then again, I don't know, a lot of people like to talk about that stuff a lot of I don't know it's, it's such a bizarre thing to want to know everything about a fucking celebrity like I don't give a flying fuck about these fucking people a lot of times actually it ruins um, it ruins them once you find out more and more about these fucking people I remember when I used to watch the Hodge twins all the time some fucking stupid bitches were like I want to see what their wives look like I want to see their wives like it's none of your fucking business 
Like, fuck off. Like, if they want to have their wives or their wives want to be on the fucking show or whatever, that's their shit. But, like, why do you want to delve and dig into these guys' fucking personal lives? It's like, shit, don't you have anything going on in your own life? Are they not sharing with you enough? These guys are making, like, 20 videos a day. <laughs> it's like, fuck. It's still, you just got to get more and more and more. Just, it's like never, never enough. Anyway. I digress. But once again, I got to get into the fucking gym or I'm just going to sit here fucking spinning my wheels and stalling and shit. And that's not cool. So, hopefully I remember everything I was going to try to talk about when I come back. If not, well, fuck, come on. How many times can I apologize to you guys? Get off my yays, you bunch of fucking assholes. <laughs> no, seriously, I don't know if I said this, but I really appreciate all the positive feedback. It means a lot to me. I was going to give up so many times on life and my podcast. In that order. <laughs> That's the only way it's going down. <laughs> oh, but no, it's like, you know... Oh, shit, I meant to watch that thing from The Wrestler where he's like... You know, I should quit because I'm a washed-up loser. I don't know, remember exactly. i got to rewatch it. But the sentiment is, I, I, want, I was thinking about quitting, but if you guys are, you know, you know, my, like my fans, you know, I got you guys here, and uh, fuck. <laughs> I don't remember. I just remember him being like, I'm going to keep going, you know. That was such a good fucking movie. Oh, my God. It just fucking breaks your goddamn heart. It's almost too fucking real. But, uh... No, I don't have a, a fucking estranged, fucking neglected daughter, and, um, what's it called? Uh, but the parallel I was trying to, oh yeah, see, I was saying this earlier about drawing these fucking parallels. Um, but yeah, that's what I think about, like, just being, uh, just being like, okay, well, if you guys are still fucking into this shit, I'll keep going, no matter what, alright? I'll give you my best. Right? But don't try to delve into my fucking personal life. No, I don't have a single fucking listener that doesn't know me fucking personally. And if that ever happens, fuck, give me a call. I'll tell you every single thing there is to tell you. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. So, and also, I don't know if you guys have uh, tried this, but if you use this Anchor Watt, Anchor Watt? No, that's a different thing. Anchor app. This app, Anchor, it's really linked through Spotify. I can send you guys a link. If you guys ever want to get on here and talk shit, you don't have to get on here live if you don't want, but if you just want to record, like I have uh, 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 Mark and Vanessa Blank, the Blanks, <laughs> they, 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 they talked so much shit. It was fucking phenomenal. Um, I only put a couple clips on because I, oh yeah, I couldn't find a, how to label them or something. Anyway, who gives a fuck about the technical thing? So yeah, if any of you guys want to talk shit at me, or yeah, you can, I mean, whatever, just, just, it's, uh, it's definitely doable. There's no censorship ship here. You just can't say, um, cunt, nigger, faggot, um, or, uh, midget. Apparently that one's offensive, but I don't think I have any midget listeners. Um, yeah, so just don't say those words. <laughs> Until I at least learn how to bleep, 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 and edit them out. I don't want to get uh, banned here. And definitely don't say anything bad about the fucking, um, the Jews, alright? You, you leave them alone. <laughs> they control the media and the bank systems. Oh, fuck. Anyway. I love you all, and uh, uh, I'll be back soon. Well, actually, I don't know why I'm saying that. I mean, I'm probably just going to play that... And then I'll be back in like two seconds. But I mean, you could hit pause. You, you could go do something else. How the fuck do I know what you're doing? Stop breaking my fucking balls! That's my new sign-off. Stop breaking my fucking balls already! throw my fucking back out when I was fucking running I don't know what happened it felt like someone just fuck I don't know I was so bizarre just like it's almost like getting electrocuted sometimes like that severe nerve pain um, 
it's like, or like you're just like all of a sudden your entire body's trying to like convulse and contract. I don't know. Like throwing your back, that's a fucked up thing. I, I wasn't right out of commission. I just couldn't really run. So I had to fucking walk, which slowed me the fuck down. And of course, what day is it today? It's fucking back day. Okay, so I immediately was like, this is gonna be way more fucking painful than it has to be, I guess. I mean, who the fuck is to say how much pain I should, I deserve pain. <laughs> oh, fuck, can't laugh too hard, okay guys? Uh, this is gonna be a serious one, no more chuckles. <laughs> the doctor says I gotta lay off the chuckling. Anyway, um, the, oh, fuck. So I got through the workout, right? That was gonna be a really long fucking story. I got through the goddamn workout. <laughs> it didn't look pretty. No one no one told me it had to look pretty. It was fucking, ah, <laughs> uh, whatever. Anyway, not only did I get through that, that was just one minor achievement of the day. <sighs> I weaseled out of my fucking gym membership. Oh, fuck it, I'm not pausing anymore. You guys are gonna have to endure some fucking turning signals. Actually, my homie, uh, uh, no, we can keep this anonymous, Gordon Blank, <laughs> he's, he's a big booster supporter of my, uh, my podcast here, he said, uh, he's like, don't worry about the fucking turning signals and the sound of the engine and all that noise and shit, because most people are going to be listening to you in the car, and it just blends right the fuck in, I was like, oh shit, absolutely, I'm imagining people sitting cross-legged, fucking uh, doing yoga, you know, listening to my soothing voice. Uh, actual, self-actualizing, you know, in a meadow, a field, an enchanted wood, if you will. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly, though, I do my best thinking and my best fucking uh, every, when I'm driving, either driving or at least walking. Um, I love doing uh, driving instructors. I had a really awesome driving instructor. Oh, I don't like to advertise, but fucking Etobicoke uh, Driving School. If uh, John is still there, they're still running it. Uh, He's a older fella, at least now he must be, a Polish guy from, uh, he's just a real awesome dude. Um, but I love doing the fucking lessons, I paid for a bunch extra, I mean, I, I, I value fucking uh, lessons and anything, but also I just, there's something about driving that I just open right up. Like if I'm in a psychiatrist's office or something, I uh, have a really hard time talking, especially if I, I, don't, I don't like to look at people, I have a problem with that. So if I'm looking at an open sky or the open road, I'm fucking... I'm in my comfort place. Actually, I did have to talk to a psychiatrist and doctor, and I just did like a Zoom thing. And uh, I um, I just went in the truck. And I'm like, yeah, this is my happy place. This is the only place I'm gonna open up. I don't have any other happy place. And contrarily, actually, when I had to do that fucking courtroom shit, anytime you talk to someone in the legal profession, uh, unless it's your own lawyer. My own lawyer, I fucking, again, I went out to the truck. I told I told this guy everything, but I'm like, for the love of God, Ron, it's 200 bucks an hour. Do not go off on any fucking tangents. Start telling this guy stupid fucking anecdotes and stories and funny jokes. It's, it's just not, like, don't do it. Because, you know what, he'll probably listen to you. And, you, you know, it's like his time is valuable. Your time is also valuable. And you know what, all of your time is valuable, but... Um, I mean, uh, where was I going with that? I don't know. Fuck. I, uh... It's the other thing, yeah. It's like, can we pause? Because <laughs> my brain just crashed. The thing is, though, with any doctor, lawyer, or whatever... Oh, yeah, so contrarily to uh, opening up where I'm in my happy place, like here in the vehicle, uh, up on the, on the open road is my happy place. I just love the open road. I love it. Any fucking weather... Uh, any time of day or night. It's just, I don't know, it's just where I found comfort and happiness. Also in a warehouse, I, I that's another place I like no, I shut out all, like there's no signals or anything, so you can't really hook up to anything. But the most I will do is I'll play some, I have a uh, cleverly named um, playlist. Uh, my friend, uh, Sean, Sean Blank, Sean Herbert Blank Walker Blank. <laughs> Keep him anonymous. That's no longer his name anymore, but um, he, he was like, yeah, uh, he gave me some fucking really awesome music like to listen to because I was like, I was saying how I, I just go with complete silence and try to get inside my head and like I really, I don't know, I work through a lot of shit just working, like doing physical work. Uh, it's like a form of meditation for me. 
another, yeah, like, in my, you know, growing up, that's where I found uh, happiness, is working in warehouses and working shit fucking jobs. I just found, like, self-worth and, and shit like that. Uh, so anyway, he, he gave me a list of, like, uh, instrumentals. Oh, yeah, that's the clever title, instrumentals, but I, like, broke up the word so it's hyphenated, like, instrumentals, because it's good for your mental brain workings. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember what the original thing. I think it was Beethoven's Moonlit Sonata, but I just got a whole huge fucking long playlist of just instrumental, like classical fucking music that really helps your brain work without distracting. Because as soon as you add um, lyrics and shit like that, it can it'll actually it distracts a different part of your brain, different part of your brain compartments, and um, so I like to keep it either completely instrumental or. I'll stick to like an opera, but not in a language I know, or any any opera I've learned the words to, because then the the, the fucking human voice just becomes another instrument, right? That's why I like not knowing the fucking words, and then they don't distract you in that way. Um, anyway, I digest. Uh, uh, oh yeah, so when I was doing the courtroom thing, I did it inside my house, where I'm very very quiet. I don't ever talk on the phone inside my house because I just, I don't like being loud inside the house and I don't like anyone else doing it either. Yeah, yeah, walk here. You want to create a child in front of traffic. That's, that's a good fucking life lesson to learn. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Anyway, uh, <laughs> what's it called? Um, that fucked me up. Like, what the hell are you doing? I, I, isn't that one of the first lessons you learn? Don't walk into traffic like there was a few kids that didn't learn that lesson it was quite clear <laughs> they were fucking splattered all over the goddamn road um fuck I, I i don't know especially like i i i remember living on country roads and um everybody was drunk back then like drink, drunk driving wasn't just socially accepted it was practically demanded if you're nervous behind the wheel you gotta have a few drinks if you're too drunk to walk i mean you got no choice you gotta fucking drive that's <laughs> yeah, not funny it's not funny. It, no, it is fucked up like that, that, um, you know, people, that, that is a horrible fucking thing. But regardless, that's not my point. My point is, is you got the fuck off the goddamn road. <laughs> it didn't matter if you were fucking balls deep in a hockey game. You fucking got the fuck off the road. And, uh, I don't know. I, I don't understand just fucking walking, especially like your parents like walking you in front of cars and shit. Like I drive really fucking slow, but like most people around here do not. It's like, you know, well, actually, I'm one of the only happy medium guys. Most people, it's like an 80 road out in the country, and then most people do either 120 or fucking 40, and there's no, I'm the only fucking happy medium guy. The only one. <laughs> I don't know. I got pulled over a lot when I pulled the out here, and I was like, officer, I, I, I drove most of my life in fucking Trana, okay? I've never seen an open road. Are you fucking kidding me? I, I guess it's like a fucking miracle. I don't know what to do with it. I just keep fucking my foot down until, you know. <laughs> um, anyway, I didn't say it like a fucking jerk off. Actually, that, that cop was really decent. That was like the third time I got pulled over, like fucking, because it just kept happening. Because um, I don't have a lot to do out here, right? And I, I, I reminded him of that. You don't have a lot to do, do you? <laughs> Just joking. Uh, one, that is a lesson I learned again. I learned that at a young age. Don't be a fucking jerk off, especially with fucking cops. No matter how much it fucking sucks, you gotta swallow your pride and don't be a fucking asshole. You don't get anywhere being a fucking prick like that. Um, that's a lesson I had to fucking learn. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, especially one of these guys, one of these cops is younger than me. So I call him Sunny Boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck no no he was younger than me but I'll tell you like some jobs that grow you the fuck up some, some, some jobs I, I don't know how long he'd been on the force but you know people experience shit and see shit like age is just a fucking number you know anyway I, I, I fucking um, I started a whole bunch of thoughts I don't think I'm finishing any of them anytime I re-listen I'm like holy fuck bud but then I, and I'm like okay remember this go back and finish this fucking thought and then I, I've forgotten it by the time I get back here. So, what the fuck did I start this morning? Did I do any of the shit on my list? I had the stupidest fucking list. It's so hard to fucking read or under comprehend or whatever. Um, 
<laughs> oh, fuck. One thing of the cu- fucking customers, man, they're killing me. The, the fucking, okay, so the first thing they do is like, I can see them, they're looking in their wind- out their windows like a fucking cat. So it's like, oh God, I already know. Like this person has nothing else to do. They got nothing else going on. We are not just going to fucking do a job. We are going to do a performance for these fucking people. And like, I cannot multitask. I need 100% of my focus to do whatever the fuck I'm doing. It's like, um, it's, I don't know, unless it's something I've done a thousand times, but if it's like a different situation, like, you know, every single day I work in people's houses I've never fucking been in, and there's always different new shit that my brain has to fucking process. I can't fucking carry on a fucking conversation, even the most retarded fucking conversation in the world, and complete this fucking task. One of them will fail. I actually hurt myself severely because this lady wouldn't stop fucking talking to me while I was trying to uh, navigate uh, a bunch of furniture through this really fucked up bunch of staircases and shit. But like, I'm just like, the lady comes out, like she's fucking hilarious, I liked her. But like, I knew I was in for a fucking heap of shit. Like, I just backed in, like I could see her like poking her head up in the window like while I'm trying to back into the fucking house. She's like, she comes out on the neighbor's lawn. It was muddy as fuck yesterday. Like, the ground actually unthawed. So she's stomping around on her neighbor's lawn in the fucking mud. Like, ripping up the sod and shit. I'm like, this must be important. I can't even get out of the vehicle. She's already fucking charging at me. I hope... She bet, she definitely has something fucking useful to say. There's no... You know. And then she came up to tell me that the couch was going inside the house. Oh, fuck. There's a fucking... Really? You know, other than the select few hillbilly fucking rednecks, and I've been one. We we had a lawn couch. I remember that. Actually, uh, Maddie Blank Bass, keep him anonymous. Uh, <laughs> he, um, it was awesome because we found a fucking couch on the neighbor's lawn. Well, actually, they parked it in front of a fire hydrant, which, which to me, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you know what I mean? It's not like a car, but still, you don't put shit in front of a fire hydrant. Do you think the fucking firefighters want to fucking move your couch? You dick. Anyway, we were just like, fuck it, we're already fucking trash, let's fucking, let's, let's, you know, let's, uh, you know, in for a penny, in for a pound, as they say, let's, let's go balls deep here, and fucking, uh, so, what's it called, we, we did the fucking, we got a bunch of beers, well, we already had a bunch of beers, we always had a bunch of beers, fuck, and, um, trash, are you guys paying attention, trash we were, and fucking Maddie, he was one of the classiest guys, and he lived in a van in the fucking driveway. He couldn't even afford to live down by the fucking river. And, uh, <laughs> uh, fuck. Yeah, I think there was seven bedrooms, though, which were all full, and then I think my brother, Aaron Blank, right, uh, lived in the fucking living room for a while. There was, it was great. It was a fucking great time. But anyway, so we were fucking all drinking on the lawn, and then Maddie busted out the fucking banjo. We had a banjo on site which was fantastic because it was never, you know, we never needed one more. Um, and, and, and then just started fucking, uh, making up some fucking hillbilly music and drinking. Like we really, really channeled our inner fucking hillbilly. It was a fantastic time. Oh God. See, that's when, that's when moving furniture is just great. But anyway, so this lady's stomping right around right on the fucking muddy lawn. She tells me it's going inside the house. Like, okay, excellent. Excellent lady, we're making some real progress. Is there anything else? Anything else that you fucking drag yourself out into the fucking cold, into the fucking mud to tell me? It must be urgent. And then, um, yeah, she just said the old one has to come out. Like, okay, okay, now you're telling me something. There's an old one in there. And um, then she started doing that thing, and I love this. This is the greatest way to communicate. She started listing the things she doesn't know. She's like, I don't know if you want to go in this door. I don't know if you want to go in that door. I don't know if you want to take the old one out before you put the new one in. I don't know if you want to, you know, I don't know if there's room for the other one. It's just like, lady, lady, I, I, uh, I really appreciate all the thought you put into this. Like, I mean, I've done this thousands of fucking times, and um, I think, I think you know what? What I'll do is I'll go in there, and I will take the old shit out, and I'll fucking uh, put it out, I'll, uh, and then I'll put the new shit in. At no point do we really even need to have this conversation, but, you know, it only got worse from there, because the lady just would not leave us the fuck alone. It was so fucking brutal. Just kept talking at us the whole time. But, like, not just at us, they just wanted to fucking... I don't know. 
And then, and then she asked the phone to start talking, and I was like, oh, she's probably in real estate. Dumb as a sack of fucking rocks, not a clue in her fucking head, no skill, no fucking knowledge of fucking anything, and tons and tons of money and free time. What business could she possibly be in? Ding, the right answer, real estate. <laughs> you wanna know why fucking houses cost way too fucking much, and it's absolutely fucking insane, and, and it's become this, un, un, having a place to live is this unattainable dream that will never fucking uh, take for granted because it's absolutely fucking out of control. People like this get fucking rich as fuck, and uh, whatever, it is what it is. You know, what are you gonna do? So, <laughs> no, this, I, I feel like a dick being a fucking, because this lady was so fucking nice to me, and uh, I just, you know, I just get so embittered while I'm trying to work, and people are breaking my fucking balls. It's like, I, um, I don't know. The other thing is, is people with the fucking, this keeps coming up, people with the fucking lifting straps, for some fucking reason, people think that fucking lifting straps are like this magical fucking thing that makes lifting absolutely the easiest thing in the world. And they're not just like uh, misinformed about this or they're just fucking, uh, they're like so passionate. They just love this. They're like, oh my God, have you tried these lifting straps? They just make lifting so easy. It ne it's never followed up by a, like, this is something I lifted with those straps. It was so easy. They like observed someone lifting something with straps and they're like, wow, that's great. There is ways to make lifting slightly fucking easier, of course, but like, lifting heavy shit fucking sucks. And like, the fucking strap is not a new invention. The strap's been around for quite some fucking time. Like, Jesus fuck, that's not new. I promise you it's not new. And if it were fucking magical and just made light or heavyweight shit super fucking light, it's like, yeah, I'd fucking use it. But it's like awkward as shit. It's a pain in the fucking ass. And it's like, I, but like, who gives a fuck? Why the fuck do I have to keep having this fucking conversation? But like, people are so excited. Like, have you heard about this new adventure? It's the same thing with the carts. Like, the late, uh, people with the goddamn carts all the time. Wow. In my day, we didn't have that technology. The fucking wheel! The goddamn wheel! And my, my cart, it goes all, you know what my cart has on? It has two cranks with straps. We're talking the two fucking most modern fucking pieces of technology. Straps and fucking wheels! Oh my God! Like fuck, I don't even know how I still have a job. <laughs> That being said, there actually are those really cool carts that climb the stairs for you. That's a fucking, like, that's something that's actually interesting. Like, that's act, like that's actually doing some fucking work. Like, for fuck's sakes, like, no one appreciates a cart or a fucking piece of, like, equipment more than the guy using it. But, like, those fucking lifting straps are fucking, I swear to God, they're a goddamn gimmick for some reason that really excite the common person, the non-lifter. They just see that shit and they're just like, wow. That's so amazing. I can't wait to tell someone about this because they've never heard it. It's going to change their life. Holy shit. <laughs> yes, every fucking time I heard about this, it changed my life. It made it a little bit fucking shittier for that moment and a little bit better after we left because I was getting away from the strap conversation. Oh, God. Anyway, have you guys heard? Oh, fuck. The other thing is people deeming themselves experts on things because they've developed confidence in one fucking area and then they just become experts at everything. Like, and, and like, people will fucking misguide you. I remember a teacher told us that whenever you're in a serious situation, like a, an emergency situation, to call the ambulance before you call the fucking police or the fire truck or what have you. And it's just like... And then I just fucking save that in my brain. Oh, that makes sense. Because like, the ambulance is the slowest. And I just save that in my brain. I like, call the ambulance first before I go. And it's like, okay, what the fuck? Like, I never, and then I repeated it. And someone's like, what? That doesn't make any sense. What are you fucking retarded? Like, the fucking, there's a goddamn professional fucking 911 operator that dispatches the fucking appropriate guy. You call him and you tell him what's going on. You don't fucking, it's not ordering a fucking pizza. You don't fucking tell them what you want and they send you whatever you want. It's not a taxi cab. It's not a fucking Uber. And like, who the fuck told, like, why is the ambulance the slowest? Like, you know, what the fuck are you talking about? Do you fucking call all three like dominoes and then sit, watch them on your app and see who gets there first? Why? 
What the fuck are you talking about? Like, it's so fucking stupid. You don't get to decide who fucking shows up and who doesn't. Like, yeah, I think, hey, how you doing? It's Ron. Yeah, anyway, this motherfucker had a heart attack. I'll take a fire, uh, take a fire truck. Uh, how about two police cruisers? Uh, you know, maybe an ambulance. You know what? Hey, send me the ambulance first. I'll call you back in like 10. You know, maybe, maybe send one of those SWAT vans. I don't know what's going to happen here, you know? Uh, yeah, it better be, you know, how about a helicopter, you know? Let's go for the whole works. Like, what the fuck? fuck and I just saved that in my fucking head like it, like it was a fact and like what the f you're giving people the dumbest fucking information not based on any sort of fucking reality quite the opposite actually and I'll tell you you're supposed to remain calm in states in states of emergency every time I've had to call 911 or deal with the fucking <laughs> any sort of emergency situation I freak the fuck out and I've even done that douchebag fucking whatever the fuck thing where you're like, you call 911. It's like, why don't you call 911? Stop fucking yelling at other people to call 911. You fucking do it. Why the fuck is it always the, uh, what's the term for that? Where you, you're, you're just shirking the fucking responsibility onto someone else. Like, you, so you feel good that something's happened, but you're not doing anything. Anyway. Uh, that, that, a milder version of that, actually, and, uh, I'll see if I can keep this train of thought, I'll, I'll tie that back in, in a second. Uh, well, I'm about to tell a furniture, some furniture stories, so before I forget, actually, let me skip ahead, uh, this lady, <laughs> this fucking wonderful gem of an old lady, fucking, I wouldn't trade any of these people for anything in the world, I wouldn't change them a fucking shred. But anyway, she called, I don't know if she called 911 or she called, well, who the fuck she called, but she actually requested that the fucking paramedics, because I think she lived across the street from this little paramedic outpost, um, and she said, uh, these guys aren't doing anything, and I need my furniture moved, so can they come over here and move my furniture? And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? She, like, not even joking. I think actually when we were at that outpost, it might have, no, they didn't tell us the story, but they, I think they confirmed it. That, yeah, she was just like, well, they're just sitting there. So why aren't they, you know, they could come over here and move my furniture. It's like, oh, for fuck's sakes, lady. Like, God help you <laughs> if you fucking have some situation. They're going to be like, fuck that lady. I'm not going over there. She probably just wants furniture moved. The late, instead of the boy who cried wolf, the modern version of the lady who cried, fucking help me with my furnishings. Um, oh, fuck. No, and some ladies just get a kick out of it. They just fucking love torturing. And, uh, like, I think at the end of, like, a hottest, fucking, sweatiest, shittiest day or freezing cold nightmare day, and you're just sweating, you're dying, and you're in there, and then just, yeah, yeah, just another scooch to the left. Yeah, just, just, just move that a little to the right. Now, now back to the left. I was like, lady, I didn't even move the fucking thing. You're just, like, you can't even fucking see. What are you doing? Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. But anyway, yeah, and, um, well, a lot of people, what they want, what they really, really want. They tell us what they want, what they really, really want. That's a that's a Spice Girls reference. <laughs> when I was a little kid, the Spice Girls came out, and then I asked my brother. My brother was my source of knowledge, expert on everything. <laughs> that fucking guy knows. I never once heard him say, I don't know, I'm not sure. He has an answer. I don't give a fuck good or bad. <laughs> my brother always has an answer. Um, and I asked him, like, who are these Spice Girls? What the hell is that? And then he's like, they're prostitutes. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, they're they're on the, the television and they're prostitutes. I'm like, what does that mean? I don't get it. And then he said, I wish I could remember the explanation that followed. Because I don't think he knew what that meant earlier. I think he just was repeating the word. But again, he would never say, I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, it was fucking great. So, people, what they want, really, really want, is that... Um, they want their fucking shitty old furniture out of their fucking house. And they want the new stuff. Now, what they want is they want to not feel guilty that they're throwing their shit in the garbage. That old fucking Ronzo here is just going to throw it in a goddamn dump. With extreme fucking prejudice. If he doesn't piss on it first and set it on fire. And chop it into fucking bits because he fucking hates it. But they want us to fucking go and like find a fucking home for it and like put it online or bring it to a place and donate and go through all this extra shit. Now if we can donate shit, we always fucking do. If we have that fucking opportunity. They close down the Salvation Army in our fucking town and it's a fuck like, but like these people, they want us to go through all this goddamn trouble to donate it, but it's like, lady, I don't have fucking time for this shit. 
Like, you have all the time in the fucking world, and, like, you could just put this shit online or get someone in your family to put this shit online, and then someone will come here and get it for you. You don't really have to do fucking anything. Or the best is when they're like, do you know anyone who wants a dining table? Do you know anyone who wants a stove? Do you know anyone who wants a dryer? And it's like, I don't know anybody. And, and, and think about it. If I knew anyone who wanted anything, I'm going to divert my own fucking customers to you. Like, what the fuck? Why would I do that? Why the fuck would I do that? It's so fucking stupid. Now, I do everything I can to fucking help people out, and I don't like wasting anything. I really don't. But it's a fine line between not wanting to waste, or as Socrates said, waste not, want not. I don't believe in waste. I believe in recycling the shit out of everything. I'm a fr- I don't need to go. I can fucking do a goddamn fucking six hours a day just on waste management and, and environmental cleanup and recycling. Don't get me started, okay? But fucking garbage is our bread and butter. Oh, you got me started. No, I'm just um, Fucking, but like, give me a fucking break. How about my fucking time? Like, why the fuck do I have to do all this shit for everybody? Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, and then it's like, they've already felt like I, I did a good deed. They're probably telling their friends, like, you know what? I didn't want the chair. It's like, but also think about the class system that you're fucking in. This shit is... Oh, it's still perfectly good. Your your disgusting fucking chair. It's like soaked with salt stains and sweat and possibly urine and other bodily fluids. Or your old dirty fucking used mattress that's 20 years old. It's too shitty for you to use, but you want someone else to have it. Some You think, you imagine these people that are so fucking far beneath you. And those people do, do exist. I've been one of those people. I've always had hand-me-downs. I've never fucking bought new shit ever. And I've always just you know, taking this fucking shit that, that other people have, but like, I don't know, you know, and it's just like, it's not good enough for me, but I, you know, it's good enough for other people, and then it's just like, I don't know, they just, they, they expect so fucking much, because they just think it's like the snap of a fingers, and I'm gonna go find homes for your fucking shit, I don't know, like, I love going over and above to give people fucking stuff, and, uh, Especially, like, when there's, like, brand, like, really, really decent mattresses that come out of, like, really fucking clean houses. And I know they're in perfect shape, so I'll, I'll, what I'll do is, because you can't donate them. Legally, you can't, and for good reason, because of bed bug crisis. So, we have to make a fucking secret deal where they, you know, get left in a certain place, and then they get picked up by a certain person that, that I have no idea. You know, I mean, it's like Ricky. He, he found this great loophole. You put shit at the curb, it becomes garbage, <laughs> it becomes property of whatever. Um, and then you get whatever, but... You do, you do, you do what you gotta do, but you gotta fucking help others, it's like, I already don't fucking sleep at night because so many fucking issues in my brain, um, but the thing is, as soon as I tell people that I'm helping others, that I do fucking whatever for other people, that negates it, that negates it, that makes me a fucking douchebag, if I gotta tell people how great I am and how I'm a fucking, you know what I mean, oh, it's so fucking cringy. I mean, I'm only, you guys are my really close loved ones, so I mean, I don't mind so much. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to inspire you guys to my my level of greatness. I'm a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I'm a fucking known scumbag. Oh yeah, speaking of it, I weaseled out of my fucking gym contract. Uh, one fucking, uh, one great thing, you know, and I learned this when I'm getting mugged as a kid. Um, if you look fucking sad and pathetic enough, <laughs> eventually they'll just fucking leave you alone because you're just breaking their fucking heart. And that is the approach I decided to go with. <laughs> I thought I'd feel good after I weaseled out. You know what I feel like? A fucking weasel. What's that line from The Simpsons? He's like, oh, this is a good valuable lesson or whatever. He's like, weaseling out is an important skill to learn. It's what separates us from the, the animal, except the weasel. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I weaseled out of my contract. I just can't afford the gas to fucking get to the gym and I'm fucking broke and I uh, I just can't afford such a nice fancy gym. I love the place and I will go back once I'm more financially, financially stable. Until then, I'm gonna go without, you know, that's what we do. It's, uh, it's what we do. Um, anyway, I, I hope I answered all your questions. <laughs> I'll try to re-listen to the beginning and, and address all the shit I started. I, uh, anyway, you guys fucking, uh, it's not my fault to all of you guys giving me fucking funny, uh, uh, positive feedback. It's your fault. I'm, I'm back with such vigor and I'm, I'm going to be way more aggressive with this shit. Oh yeah. And I was supposed to call a couple of you this morning. So I, uh, please forgive me. I'll call you guys in the, I'll give you the PM drive slot because I'm not getting out of this place till night. Anyway, I love you guys. Uh, be well.
Today's episode of Big Brother Champ is brought to you by Harley Davidson. Show the world how manly you are while you accessorize with Harley Davidson accessories. We've got pro pillows, we've got duvets, we've got pillow shams, we've got friggin' we've got doilies, we've got frilly drapes. Show the world you're a real man by accessorizing your house with Harley Davidson themed items. School, who's the most badass kid? The kid with those stickers all over his locker and all over his binder. So put stickers all over your truck, showing the world you're a real man. And you drive a Harley, well, you don't drive a Harley Davidson, but you buy Harley Davidson products because they're badass. Yeah. Because that's what real bikers are all about. They're all about merchandising and they're all about accessorizing and they're all about themes. The Harley Davidson theme, the brand, tells the world you're a real man. Yeah. and we're back how's it going folks how you doing anyway um yeah harley davidson my new sponsor <laughs> ah shit i went to the last um friday the 13th over at port dover i don't know if you guys have ever been it's a fucking huge goddamn party it's crazy crazy fucking bikers from all over um congregated port dover every friday the 13th which is kind of cool because it's not like as regular as any other fucking thing, you know. So you know if it'll be a hot summer day or a freezing fucking winter. But fuck, there's thousands and thousands of fucking uh, bikers and shit. It's pretty cool. Um, the last one was pretty fucked because of COVID. So it was pretty... Uh, there's still like bikers, gangs, like diehards that came out. But, uh, you know, nothing was really going on. So it's like, what the fuck? Anyway... And I don't understand. I don't understand. Why does this keep happening? So I pull up. I'm in the fucking park. The fucking trailer park. You know, I get in there. And I'm doing a fucking uh, washing machine. And uh, anyway, I pull up. And I'm trying to fucking park. park because, you know, the properties are fucking... Uh, the trailer and the whole fucking property is like... Not even as fucking long as my truck. So I got to block like three fucking properties. And... You know, I don't know if you guys ever been in a trailer park. Everybody's fucking just like, you know, involved. And any community full of fucking white folks. Not to be fucking racist, but white folks are nosy motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, fuck. And they, they just like, you know, gotta know what's going on. So when you're blocking their property, they haven't, their fucking car has not moved since like 1986. There's like a bumper sticker that says like the last time I fucking drove anywhere it was like to this fucking Motley Crue concert and they're like, Are you blocking me in? You're blocking me in. I gotta go, baby. And it's like, no, no you don't. Like, fuck. You were born in this trailer, you'll die in this trailer. Like, settle the fuck down. You'll be fine for an hour while I fucking do this job. But anyway, <laughs> this fucking lady comes out. Before I could even fucking park, before I can even park in the fucking park, she's like, fucking, you're gonna wanna park over here, you're gonna wanna move your truck. I was just like, oh my God. Did you just tell me what I want? What I really, really want? Like, I just don't understand. Okay, can someone fucking help me with this? Anybody. Do you ever fucking, like I've had lots of people come to my fucking house. I never really fucking planned out where they were gonna park, what they were gonna do and all this fucking shit. But even if I had, and they didn't park in the exact spot that I had fucking allotted in my fucking imagination for them. I could never imagine being so upset to go out there and pressure at them to fucking and tell them, I, now you're gonna want, you know, I don't, I, I think you're gonna want to park over over here, uh, like, cause that's where I want you to park. Yeah, like, who gives a shit? And it's like, or it's like the directions. We get this all the time. It's so fucking comedic and it also torturous. Like, people will ask you to call them, and it's like, oh, fuck, okay. And I sort of got, every time we call a customer, it's just like, hello, uh, it's fucking so-and-so from so-and-so, and they're like, yeah. I swear to God, they request a phone call just so they can be like, yeah, and, uh, yeah, what's your point? Like, bitch, you asked me to call you. You think I fucking want to do this? You fuck. Like, I fucking purposely fucking stayed far, far away from any job involving telemarketing or teleservices. I hate it. 
Oh, fuck. I was so bad at telemarketing because I always do impressions of people. So every time someone had to answer the phone with a funny voice, I couldn't even help it. It's not even voluntary. They'd just be like, hello. I'd be like, hello. They'd be like, oh, what do you want? I'd be like, oh, I'm calling on behalf of Jesus. The service of our citizens. We've got a good deal for you. Blah, 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 blah. And, I, and then you got to commit. you got to double down. It's like you can't you can't go back then. Oh, the worst was one time my mom's cousin called and she's like, hi, hi. Nah, I can't get the voice anymore. But it's like, it sounds exactly like this voice that my buddy used to do. So I thought it was him. This is a fucking horrible time before call display, before fucking, uh, you know, the modern era, like when you just answered the phone fucking all willy-nilly. It was a great time for telemarketers and fucking bullshit people you didn't want to talk to. But anyway, I love my mom's cousin. I would never be rude or fucking make fun of her voice. But she's like, oh, hi, Ronnie, or something. I thought it was my buddy. And I'm like, oh, hey, how you doing? And then I had to double down because I was like mimicking the voice. And I thought it was my buddy. And then I realized it wasn't. I was like, this is so awkward. So anyway, where the fuck was I? Oh, yeah. So the people that request the phone call just so they can be like, yeah. So what do you want? <laughs> I think I already told you guys this story, but I told it recently, so I'm not sure who I told what. But uh, there was this gay Asian cashier that got hired at Sobeys. Gaysian, if you will. We'll save a lot of time with that one. I think I made that same joke last time, but you know, it's a fucking classic, so fuck you. Anyway, um, oh yeah, and I can, is the word oriental offensive? I keep being told that oriental is an offensive word. I think Asian is offensive word to refer to oriental people because it fucking groups such a ridiculous, like the largest populous fucking countries in the world. You're grouping all of fucking India and fucking China and Japan and fuck like I mean oriental's bad enough you're grouping all of fucking Korea, Japan and China and all of these guys together in one. That's already fucking way too much of a fucking group. And then, but Asian, it's like you're covering fucking way too many groups of people. And I, I think it's, I don't know. If anyone has any insight, go ahead, throw it at me. If, I, if I'm offending you, shove it up your ass. Actually, one theory, or theory, I don't know, one fucking interesting thing is, I was I was told that you can't be racist towards, you can say any, talk any shit you want towards white males because they make more money. I don't know, it was something, maybe a little more elegant than that, but not much. And so I was like, oh fuck, well, if that's the case, because some white guys make more money than, than we can talk shit about the whole race. Okay, that's fine. And then I realized, or I looked into it, and then uh, Asian men make more per capita than, than white guys. So I'm like, so it's, what is it, open season? I can talk shit about Asian people, call them Orientals or whatever the fuck. I've never once met a fucking Oriental person in my life that was offended about anything. <laughs> like, they're all about, uh, I mean, I can't group fucking millions of but any Oriental people I found were concerned with much fucking more important things. But um, I have another theory in super populated fucking areas. In my observation, I mean, I've met a ton of fucking people, but I don't know if it counts as like, uh, <laughs> it's not like I've met like 10 million fucking people to uh, base my fucking opinions on. But I find, uh, like, you know, people from India, China, or, like, Mexico City, or somewhere that's, like, super, super fucking overpopulated, I find uh, the people I meet from there are super, like, real fucking characters. Like, you know, they, they, and I, I think, I, I just base this on this, like, it would be at a necessity, because you'd have to be, like, you'd have to, to stand out amongst the, the many, right? If there's so many people around you, you'd try harder at shit, you know, and, and you'd uh, also be more of an in, interesting and unique character. That's just my observation. I don't fucking know if it has any merit or value whatsoever. I also don't give a shit. Um, oh, yeah. So, anyway, yeah. People with their fucking directions. And then, oh, yeah. So, you tell them. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're on our way there. You know, I guess, like, you know, you, are, you set up an appointment. We made an appointment time. We're showing up for that appointment time. It should be, like, only call if you're not going to make that appointment. But... Some people, they want an extra call. I don't know, maybe it makes them feel special. I can't fucking stand when people call me. And when some delivery guy calls me, it's like, buddy, you think I want to interact with human beings? Like, get the fuck out of here. I ordered food. You drop it on my fucking porch. You know what I mean? I want it to be like a dead drop. I want every interaction to be like, you know, on Breaking Bad with fucking Mike fucking whatever the fuck, Ehrman Trout's driving out in the middle of nowhere and just dumping shit in fucking uh, the secret hiding spots. You know, dead drops. That's what I like. 
that would be my dream job, just driving around the fucking desert in the Chrysler fucking, uh, you know, with Jesse Pinkman. Yo, man, I got your back, bro. <laughs> We're breaking bad, because that's like a thing people say. Oh, fuck. Actually, I love using that line when you think anyone's trying to, like, manipulate, like, Stop fucking working me, man! Like, oh, fuck, I can't get the voice now. Just tell me you need this! <laughs> ah, shit. What a great show. Minus those fucking, oh, that Skylar White and fucking, the fucking, the, the sun or whatever. It's, it's just that fake fucking, uh, whatever voice. It's just so forced. And then, I don't know, ah, Anyway, this isn't a review fucking section. I'm trying to review fucking hum uh, regular human interaction. So anyway, then they got to give us the fucking directions. And it's like, oh, do you need directions? You know how to get here? I'm like, no, we're good. We're good. Like, you know, the fucking GPS has been invented for a long time. We got maps. We got so many alternatives to listen to your play-by-play -play directions. Uh, but I'm like, yeah, if we get lost, you know, we'll call. So, or, or I'm like, no, or, or this is how it goes. We'll be like, do you need directions? Like, no, we're all good. So anyway, you take the frickin' 402, and then you come down to two, so, and then and then you get the fucking landmarks, like, you know, uh, Ferguson's garage closed down, like, 60 years ago, like, sure, you know, and then there's that elm tree with the squirrel, and then you hang a right, and then, uh, yeah, I'm the one, oh, the best was that one lady, I think I've already told this story, but, like, she was like, I'm the one with the truck out front, like, the truck, we're in the country, everyone has a fucking truck. Oh, God, get, like, fuck. We have an address. If your address is accurate, then that's fine. Just don't fucking lob curveballs at me. Oh, my God, there's a couple of fucking areas, though. Honestly, it's like these guys in the township or whatever, they're just sitting around doing fucking nothing. Like, this is before, like, you know how there's, like, websites, like, or apps or whatever, like, you know, uh, Facebook, for example. They make tons and tons and tons of fucking money. So there's all these guys, like, sitting around, like, well, how can we approve it? How can we justify our existence? Because we're making all this money. we got all these employees. And it's like, why don't we change it? Why don't we make everything different? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Are we going to make it better? No! No! Okay, all right. Well, why are we changing it? Well, what else are we going to do? Okay, let's do it. Let's revamp the whole fucking thing. Well, won't that confuse people? Fuck them. Fuck them, that's why. <laughs> the fucking... I was, I was trying to do the reference to the Dave Chappelle. I think it's his first, no, it's the second sketch, sketch, skit, whatever the fuck you call those things. Um, but why treat our customers so poorly? Because fuck them, that's why. Um, anyway, I love Dave Chappelle's white, white guy voice. <laughs> Fucking, um, actually, Daryl Lennox, uh, I, I got to see him live. He was really good. Uh, he does... He was, he was making fun of Canadian guys. He does like the Canadian white guy voice. It was fucking on point. I, I I would try to do the impression, but it's pretty much exactly how I'm talking now. No, it's a little more goofy. Like, oh yeah, me and me. He's like saying other. I don't know. I'm gonna fuck it up. I don't want to try to redo the bit, but it was like uh, he was talking about Canadians get mad and start like Jesus fucking Christ. Um, he gets stuck in traffic. Like, oh for fuck's sakes, Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, that's not the right accent. That's not. Even, I don't even know if that's the right bit. But then he was talking about how like cool or, or apologize. I, I don't know. I'm gonna fuck this bit. I already tried to fucking abort. Why? Why am I still doing this? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll quit while I'm fucking behind on that one. But yeah, it's like people just dying, dying to give you the directions. One guy, man, he was like a block away from our warehouse and was like, he requested the call. Did the fucking standard, yeah, good morning, we're on our, uh, we're coming from, uh, blah, 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 with blah, 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 and then he's like, yeah, like, oh, for fuck's sakes, why do you do this, and then, uh, I'm like, okay, we'll be there in about five minutes, he's like, well, you can take this route, or that route, you can come down Maple, or you can take John Street, don't take Maple, take John Street, all right? And then we get over there, and it's like he lives on this little block or whatever. We're talking about like eight seconds worth of driving once we figure out what the fuck he was talking about. Because he's only like a minute away. We get over there. He's fucking... He asked us to call him so he could sit in his fucking uh, doorway, looking out the... Face pressed against the glass, looking out the window. And then when we pulled up, he's like, you know, you could back up a little further. Alrighty, I'm like, fuck. 
Like, I'm like, I have to fucking extend my fucking 12-foot fucking ramp, buddy. Why am I, why do I have to justify my parking every fucking time? Do people just look at me and I'm like, well, this guy, this guy's fucking retarded. He obviously doesn't know how to fucking drive. Like, I fucking drove here, didn't I? And you're giving me directions from the fucking front of your driveway to six feet back in your fucking driveway. Like, I just backed into your driveway. And you're telling me I can back up? How the fuck? Like, <laughs> oh, God. But anyway, yeah, can you imagine ask, requesting a fucking special phone call just so you can fucking wait in the fucking window like a goddamn dog? And then when the guy pulls up, and then he's like, you went down, John. I told you to take maple. I don't know. I mixed those up. But like, who gives a shit, buddy? I'm like, any eight seconds you might have saved us, we've used that up. Just talking about backing into the fucking driveway. Like, can we move on now, man? Like, this is your life? This is what you do? God, fuck it. I'm never going to retire. Make my fucking words. <laughs> That's a Rickyism. Make my fucking words. Anyway, I got to get into work. I'm running late. I love you all. Be well.